Tetzaveh. The Torah portion of Tetzaveh contains multiple connections to the Messiah, from the olive oil for the menorah, to the veil in front of the Holy of Holies, to the overarching purpose of the entirety of the tabernacle. It all points towards the Messiah. God made the people of Israel responsible for supplying the olive oil for the menorah. The commandment to bring the olive oil for the menorah applies to the entire people of Israel, and because of this, the rabbis relate the entire people of Israel to olive oil and the olive tree. As it says in Jeremiah 11 verse 16, The Lord called thy name a leafy olive tree, fair with goodly fruit. Paul also depicted Israel as an olive tree in Romans 11. When Israel is in exile, it is beaten and crushed like an olive. When Israel is redeemed, it is refined and purified like olive oil. The Yahut Moshiach says that this is why God commanded Israel to bring olive oil and not just olives to be crushed into oil. The entire nation of Israel must be beaten like an olive tree and crushed like an olive in order to be refined by repentance. The Midrash Rabbah relates the stages of olive oil production to the suffering of Israel in exile. Truly, this teaches that just as the olive is marked as it ripens on the tree, then beaten to bring it down from the tree, then brought up to the vat and ground in a mill, then tied with ropes and weighted down with stones in the press until it finally yields its oil, so too with Israel. The nations come and beat them about from place to place, imprison them and bind them with chains and surround them with officers. Then Israel finally repents and God answers them as it says in Exodus 2, verse 23 and 24, The sons of Israel sighed because of the bondage, and they cried out, and their cry for help because of their bondage rose up to God. So God heard their groaning. Moreover, it says in Deuteronomy 4, verse 30, When you are in distress, and all these things have come upon you, in the latter days you will return to the Lord your God and listen to His voice. This same concept can be applied to the Messiah in that the Messiah bears the suffering of the entire nation. On the night Yeshua was betrayed, he prayed in an olive grove on the Mount of Olives. The grove, most commonly known by its Greek name, Gethsemane, is called Gat Shamni in Hebrew and translates to olive press. One cannot overlook the significance of the Anointed One, Mashiach praying at a place called the Olive Press, on a mountain called the Mount of Anointing. Yahut Moshiach, quoting the Midrash, says that part of Exodus 27 verse 20, the part where it says, Pure olive oil beaten for the light, refers to the King Messiah, who is called to illuminate the darkness for Israel, as it says in Isaiah 49 verse 9, saying to the prisoners, Go forth, and it says in Isaiah 60, verse 3, The nations will walk in your light. God commanded the Kohanim to keep the menorah lit outside of the Holy of Holies. The Torah says very specifically that the menorah was supposed to be placed outside of the Holy of Holies. What does this infer? The rabbis say that this was to make sure that we knew that the light was not for God's benefit. As it says in the Midrash, 
do not suppose that the Almighty needs the light, for if that were the case, the menorah should have been placed within the veil, inside the Holy of Holies, next to the ark, but it was placed outside the curtain. Exodus Rabbah gives an explanation as to who the menorah's light is for. Not that I need you to provide light for me, but in order that you may provide light for me as I provide light for you. This is in order to elevate you above all other peoples, that they might say, Israel gives light unto him who illuminates the whole world. Another explanation says that the menorah casts a light to hint towards the coming light of the Messiah. It says in the Midrash that the Torah burned outside the Holy of Holies to teach you that he has no need for the light of mortals, but that he only wanted to give you merit so that you will have light in the world to come. The Midrash says, The Holy One, blessed be he, said to Moshe, Say to Israel, My children, in this world you need the light of the temple, and therefore you must have a lamp in it. But in the world to come, in the merit of the lamp you lit, I will bring you the Messiah King, who is compared to a lamp. As it is written in Psalms 132, verse 17, I will cause the horn of David to spring forth. I have prepared a lamp for mine anointed. The tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, and the priesthood are all a means to an end, that God might dwell among his people. God wants to rest his presence of Shekinah amidst the Jewish people. As it says in Exodus 29, verse 45, I will dwell among the sons of Israel and be their God. Since the destruction of the temple, the Jewish people have wandered in exile, scattered among the nations. Judaism teaches that the Shekinah entered exile along with the Jewish people. The destruction of the temple made the Shekinah homeless. It says in Exodus Rabbah, How do we know that the Shekinah went with Israel into the Babylonian exile? Because it says in Isaiah 43 verse 14, For your sake I was sent to Babylon. The visions of the prophet Ezekiel from the Midrash describe the Shekinah depart from the threshold of the temple to the east gate, from the east gate to the court of the priests, from the court to the roof, and from the roof to the altar, from the altar to the wall, and from the wall to the city, and from the city to the Mount of Olives, where it lingered for a bit before a final departure to heaven. The departure of Yeshua corresponds to the departure of the Shekinah. Just as the Shekinah left the temple, Yeshua's last words before leaving the temple in Luke 13.35 were, Behold, your house is left unto you desolate, and verily I say unto you, Ye shall not see me until the time come when ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Yeshua stayed on the Mount of Olives for a bit before going up to heaven just like the Shekinah. Like the Shekinah, Yeshua is still with His people today, as it says in Matthew 28, verse 20, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And just as Israel awaits eagerly for the Shekinah to return again, we await for Yeshua's return. Three times a day, in the Shemona Esrei, we pray for the Shekinah to return to Zion. Show favor, O Lord our God, to your people Israel and their prayer, 
and bring back the service to the inner chamber of your house. May you favorably accept the fire offerings of Israel and their loving prayer. And may the service of your people Israel be continually favorable. And may our eyes behold your return to Zion in compassion. Blessed are you, O Lord, who causes the Shekinah to return to Zion. Tetzaveh contains instructions for certain things to be built within the tabernacle. The tabernacle and its predecessor, and even the menorah, points towards the messianic era, and the Shekinah and Yeshua's return to Zion. May it be soon and in our days.